We are in Simen Shin Yud Gimel. We're up to Sif Dalid, and we'll be doing from Dalid through Vav. Till now, we've been discussing all sorts of makeshift doors, and uh, when you're allowed to open and close them on Shabbos, when we consider closing them in act of Binyan. Says the Machaber, Sif Dalid Delis, also Miluach Echad, a door that's just made of a piece of wood. It's a very unsophisticated door. It does not even have the tzura of a door, just a piece of wood. O She'en La Askupa HaTachtona, or it does not really have a bottom of a door, it just sits on the ground, it means the bottom of a doorway. The way you open it is by taking it away. It's just a piece of wood and it sits there. It doesn't have the tzur of a door. Even though it has a hinge, you cannot use it. Meaning it's meant to, to be put there and then picked up and taken away. You cannot use it because it does not have the tzura of, of, a, of a door. Hagah says the Ramah, Avaldelis Asuyami Kroshim Harbe. How about a door that, is, that looks like a real door? It's made like a, a different pieces of wood that were connected. Even though the normal way of opening it is by removing it. If it has, a, if it has something of a, a doorpost. Or, there's an indentation on top and on the bottom, and it just fits in there. They have a din of a door, even though, um, it's, um, um, even though it does not have all of the halachas that we learned before, such as, there's no mention here of it being tied on altogether. What the Ramah is trying to say is that according to, um, according to the Machaber, every door has to be tied, tied down. The Ramah is saying that if a door only ha- is only made of one luach, if the door is only made of one little piece of wood that's meant to, to, that you just seal it with, there we say it's an unsophisticated door and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you cannot use it. However, if you're talking about a door that is made for regular use, it's made to be opened and closed all the time. So the halacha is, um, even though it is not tied, you just fit it in. You just put it there. The halacha is that that is good enough um, and you're allowed to use it. Now, um, the, the, uh, the, uh, according to the Ramah then, um, whenever you're dealing with a door that's regularly opened and closed, as long as it has a tzura of a door, that it's not just a piece of wood, but it has a tzura of a door, the halachi is, it has no requirements of kshira whatsoever. And uh, Pashtas, this, this is the way we paskin. Sivhei. Shida tevo migdal. Some kind of cabinet. A chest of drawers. Shepischeya minatsad. They open from the side. And the door slips into these two hinges on top and the bottom. And the way you do it is you leave it on the hinge and you open it and then open and close it. But sometimes it does come out. If the bottom one came out of its hinge altogether, that means the bottom protrusion came out of the hole that it fits into. So there's an Isidra button of returning it because you may actually fix it in there permanently. But what happens if part of it came out, the top is still there, and a little bit of the bottom came out, you're allowed to push it back to its place, 
Since the top one is in place and the bottom one is just out of place a little bit, you're allowed to put it in there. But if even the top one came out, um, then it is Osir. Now the, the Mishnabur comes, comes along and says that, um, that in, in, in a normal cabinet of ours, um, if the door comes off the hinges, there's a Xera that you're going to go and screw it back on, and therefore it's Osir Midrabanan to go put it back there. Um, now uh, um, we are all we're talking about cabinets that are not connected to the wall. Anything that is connected to the wall, there's a shail of binyan daraisa. We're going to see this at length a little later. Um, that there's a difference between something that is mechuber lakarka, where any kind of tikkun inut can easily be considered an iser of binyan daraisa, as opposed to something that is portable. Um, something portable, there the halachi is that if you go and screw it back in, you're over a maka b'patish. Um, but, and, and if you just slip it back in, it's only also midrabonin as exer that you're going to screw it back in. Um, whereas something connected to the wall, we say that even, even just slipping everything back into place is a shiloh of binyan daraisa. Sivvav. Mita shal prakim. Now, this is a very important halacha. Amita Shoprakim, this is a bed that was carried around by workers, and what they used to do is assemble it and then take it apart. Assemble it when they used it, take it apart when they're traveling. You're not allowed to put it together again and tighten it. And if you tighten it, there's an actual chi of chatas. The imhi, and the Ramah adds darkly as refuya, if its normal use is that it is not tight, mutter lachatchila, then there's no gzeira. That means the halachi is that if it, if it is tight, then there's a daraisa. If it's, if you're putting it in loose, but the normal way to put it in is to put it tight, it's also midrabonin as gzeira shemayitka. And if it never is put in tight, then it's actually mutter. Um, as long as you actually don't tighten it, because that would have been asr. Um, this is the halach of mita shoprakim, that tightening it is going to involve an iser daraisa. What happens if you actually do tighten it on Shabbos in a way that it's really strong? So there, there's a machlokas we shown him if it's, if it's also because of the malach of binyan, or do we say since it's a keli, there's no binyan in kalim, but instead it's the malach of makabapatish. Now, what exactly is considered tight? The uh, the um, the Bir Alacha brings two definitions of tight. One is that you mind if it'll be loose and shaky. Tight means that it's not shaky at all, and you're makbed on that. Another definition is that it takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of strength to push it into place, to click it into place. So the nafkamina is something that's quite tight but goes in easily. Uh, will that be considered part of the sisadrabana? Now, let's go a little further. V'koshel prakim, whereas a uh, cup that's made of different parts, mutter lefarko olachzir, or you're allowed to take it apart and put it together again. V'yeshmi sh'omer shedina kos kedina mita, and others say that the kos is like a, like a mita. Hagavim darko liyismuhudik, avagav da'achshav rafu yasser. But if the kos is, is, uh, is muhudik, then that's also yasser. Meaning, what is the difference between a kos and a mita? Because a kos is roughly. A kos is not so tight. 
And the question is, um, that degree of, uh, of tightness, the, the, the tightness of a cup, do we, do we say that that's also us or not? That's a machlokas we've shown him. And lechatchilu uh, yishuvi machmir, and b'sha'as atrach we have whom to rely on. Now, um, the Magen Avram talks about a cup that, uh, that is assembled by screwing it into place. So he says that that's also. He says that if, if it screws into place, then, then, uh, then, then, uh, then the halach is that that is aser. However, um, the cover of a jar, which also screws into place, that he says is mutter. The question is, what is the difference between screwing the parts of the cup together and screwing the lid on of, uh, of, a, of a jar? So the lashon uh, the, the, the of the Magan Avram that the Mishnaburah brings down, that what it really depends on is what it's made for. If it's made to be opened and closed regularly, then it doesn't make a difference. Then it's mutter. Based on this, it would really depend on, um, on, on the situation, meaning there would be no isser whatsoever in putting together something that is meant to be opened and collapsed regularly. The shaila is like, say, something like a bed or even making a, a cup where it's put together, used for a while, and then when you travel, you take it apart again. But something that's meant to be open and closed all the time, there would be no isser whatsoever in putting it together again. Um, that's what the Mogan Avram sounds like. The Chazon Ish has, has, a, has a slightly different take on it, where he wants to say that the difference is, am I making a clear or, or am I only putting on the cover? Meaning, in the case of the bed, you're assembling a bed. In the case of a cup, we're talking about a cup that has different parts to it. The part you drink from, and perhaps the foot of it. It's, we're talking about stemware. And the stem screws on. So there, you are creating a keli by way of screwing it on. Not so when you're putting the lid on the jar. The jar without the lid is also a keli. Putting the lid on, that's mutter. According to the Chazanish, even if something is made to be taken apart and put together all the time, if it, if it is not usable before you put it together, the chazanish would hold that that is usr. The chazanish would hold that if you're talking about separate parts and it's not usable before, even though you do it regularly, it would still be usr. That would have a shame of binyan or makabapatish. Now, based on, on all of this, um, let's talk about some, some, uh, some standard cases. Adding a leaf to a table. So the halachi is, first of all, if, uh, if, if its normal way of going there is rough weave, it's never really too tight, then there's no shiloh whatsoever. However, if it's made with pegs in a way that it's really tight, it snaps into place in a way that it's really tight, we're talking about a, a leaf that comes out and you put it in and now you're adding a leaf to a table. If it's really tight, so going by, by either the Mishnabur or the Chazanish, it really shouldn't be problematic, but according to the Mishnabur and the way he understands the Magan Avram, if it's made to be regularly put in and taken out, and that's the way you deal with it, you put it in, you leave it there for a couple of, for a day maybe, and then take it out, then that's fine. However, if you're talking about a, 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 a leaf that you leave in there for a very long time generally, then that would be problematic. According to the Chazanish, since the table is usable even without the leaf, here too one could be makal, it would be mutter. So this is the halacha, you're allowed to put in a leaf to a table provided that you don't normally leave it there for a long time, and that is not your kavana now, you put it in for a meal or two, and nothing more than that. Um, 
Whereas uh, anything, uh, any, anything where it's not really a kli without it, that would end up being a machlokas, the Mishnabura and the Chazon Ish, just to see how far it goes. There are different versions of what the Chazanish said, but some claim that the Chazanish held that putting together a baby bottle was considered a usur, even though it's meant to be open and closed all the time, because a baby does not drink out of a bottle that does not have the lid on it. Um, he, does, he did not consider that putting the lid on it. He considered that constructing a bottle. Some say he said that. Others deny it. Others say that's, that's a, little, a little too far-fetched. But just understand what the issue is, that lefi the chazon ish, once you're making a kli, um, then the fact that, it, that it, opening, it, it is meant to be open and closed regularly does not make a difference. Whereas the pashtus of the Mishnah Bru with the Magan Avram is that if it's meant to be opened and closed regularly, it is not a problem. Now the Mishtabura talks about the same thing with regard to a shtender, um, where uh, if it's meant to be put together, you're not allowed to open and close it, you're not allowed to go and, and assemble it. So the question arises today when they have shtenders where the height is adjustable. Is it mutter to open and close? Now there there is a tkia, um the screw is quite tight, uh, and the question is, is that mutter or not? So if you're talking about the kind that um, sits on some kind of bar that has notches in it, and you have to decide what notch you're going to put it on. So that's not a tekiah altogether. It is very loose, and it's, it's never very tight. Uh, in fact, people do complain about that. You give it a push from the back, and, it, and uh, it'll, it'll fall to a different notch. Whereas if what you're talking about is the adjustable height, and that works by way of, of, of a screw, um, and, uh, and there it really stays in place, so... Um, uh, that's a, that could be a tkiya b'cholzik. If it is really meant to be adjusted regularly, the pashtus is that that would be mutter. The question, according to the Chazanish, is since when you uh, when when uh, you do not have the screw in, the shtender may or may not be usable. That could be que- that could be a problem. They want to say that if you keep it on the lowest height, even if the screw is out, it's going to be able to stand in place, so that we will call it a shtender under all circumstances, and the chaznish will be moda as well, that you can adjust the height. Uh, so once again, if we're talking about something that is regularly adjusted, it's meant to be raised and lowered all the time, that would be mutter, for example, someone that raises it when he stands, lowers it when he sits, it would not be a problem. Whereas if, you, if it's generally kept at one size, so long as this person is using it, and then occasionally someone else comes along and changes the height, then that could be problematic, because the Lashna of the Magad Avram makes it sound like it depends on, uh, on how long it's going to be standing there.